0: big show coming at you is the british team for the marathon at the world champs has been selected there's some big runs from some brits in belgium there's some final cross-country action of the winter as we saw the world university champs in portugal where Clousey is now and the account is cross-country in loughborough in a week that saw scientists discover how pandas gain so much weight despite only eating bamboo josh is still wondering why he's gaining so much weight despite cross-training seven hours every day um you found that one josh
1: very good.
0: Um, anyway, let's go to Matt first. Our 2.13 Marathon man resting in Portugal has life on holiday, Matt. Thanks for joining us. No worries, boys. Life is
2: all good. All good. And the are
0: I thought, as I said, Portugal's might be warm.
2: Well, I mean, it is bloody March, mate. Give it some time. I'm a quiet. Is it because I'm a bit i f- I'm a bit too far away? There we are. No, Just no, want to make sure the listeners get the best head,
0: experience. It's your head it's not your laptop, it's your headphones.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't know whether it's the Bluetooth.
0: Oh, who knows? <laughs> um talking of Bluetooth, another man who struggles with Bluetooth. Josh, how's what are you uh what can we call you today? Three three fifty nine man? Three fifty eight. Three fifty eight. There you go. What's that for a mile? funny
1: <laughs> so anyway, when I was in Flagstaff, that's uh, everyone was like, Yeah, he's, he's run sub four, he's run sub four. And I was thinking, Just don't ask. I've run, Did sub you go five, with it, but not for a mile. <laughs> I just avoided it, but yeah, I'm so, all right. Thanks. All good
0: back in Cardiff.
1: Right, I'm in Cardiff, yeah.
0: No traveling today, no. No live burrito analysis today, I'm afraid, um, despite the positive comments from last week. Lots of fans about burrito. Um, So where should we kick things off, boys? Who wants
1: to go through the training week first? Josh? Yeah, I don't think either are excited today, let's be honest. Um, Right, so Monday morning, uh, sorry, Monday evening. So I was pretty tired Monday morning, so I didn't cross train in the morning. So I did 90 minutes, and there was a few times last week, and you'll probably mock me for this, but I, I was wearing a track suit on the cross trainer to try and get my heart rate up a bit. So my, I did 90 minutes, got my heart rate, 161 average. That was pretty good. But it was a bit gross, right? I had, um, so you know your arms are like, people, people listening can't see, but you know they're like 90 degrees, as if you're on a bike, like time trialing. It was getting puddles of sweat in my sleeves, so I kept having to sort of tip them on the floor which was yeah, a bit gross, but...
2: If you just said, do you know, the listeners will know what arms are?
1: No, no, no. They can't see my arms when I'm doing this. I'll show you. Right, okay. I might have said that, but that's not what I meant. Anyway, that was Monday. Tuesday, uh, easy hour in the morning. Hold on.
2: Why are you wearing a tracksuit?
1: To get my heart rate up. So I don't have to... That so must I'm...
2: be so uncomfortable.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's not enjoyable, but I, the effort I was putting out was like so low. My heart rate was so high.
2: It's like them, uh, them gym goes that wear like, um, what's it called? Them sweat, their uh, track suits, yeah. you know, to like get all the sweat out.
0: Yeah. Like 1980s. It's when you're really wearing bin bags around his waist neck.
2: <laughs> Taping his ankles.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So Tuesday morning I did an hour, 128 car rate uh i actually had to go to the office on tuesday so i put annual uh i biked there um five and a half miles not very quick then in the evening cross-trained i did a session did 10 by 90 60 30 it was 30 seconds between the reps and then 60 seconds between the sets um and then 15 minute warm-up 15 minute warm down so it was like 80 minutes so it was a big day in the gym actually on uh, tuesday uh, then Wednesday, uh, back in, in the morning, uh, did 90 minutes again, one, three, two heart rate. And then I did a run. I did, um, 10 minutes. So 10 minutes of tote I actually got it wrong. My physio basically said it should be 10 minutes of, sorry, 20 minutes of minute on minute off. So 10 sets, but I actually thought it was 10 minutes of it. So I only ran for five minutes, but yeah, it seemed fine. Um, I, sort of probably similar to Matt. It's really hard to just jog them because they feel like a rep. Uh, so I, I wasn't running really quick by any means, but I got down to sort of I think low sixes. Was um, this um, outside or in the gym? This was outside. So I went to the gym. Yeah, I like, like left for the gym at like five fifty, on the cross trainer, did my calf load in, and then got back like twenty to nine. I thought all right, I go now. Um, then so then Thursday, um, I. Didn't go to the gym before I did the run. I was going to go in the evening. And actually, it wasn't sore, but it kind of felt like that weird cramping sensation was just there or thereabouts. So it was fine. Um, I did the 20 minutes in total. But I basically need to make sure I load it before I go out. Um, So that was in the morning. Then in the evening, I did. um, Oh, sorry. That was actually all I did on Thursday. Thursday was a stressful day at work. I lost my head a little bit in the evening and I had a very late night. Um,
2: where'd
1: you go? Oh, only to my computer desk.
2: Oh uh, okay.
1: I just ended up playing Cod till three three in the morning. How does that happen? My boss said to me it was like, oh, you've had like been a it's been a shit day. Just go and play cod for a bit. I just can't, I can't do it. So I got a pizza, didn't even cook.
0: Your <laughs> boss said to you you had a bad day go play cod. Yeah, how old's your boss? Twelve.
1: Uh, he's thirty-one. I think he
0: needs to get a life. Tell him that for me.
1: Wow, he's not the one. Yeah, he's not on until
0: three a.m. (laughs) playing (laughs) it. Why is he suggesting it anyway? Carry on. Um,
1: yeah. So, so hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. So, when you're playing COD, Mm. this is Call of Duty, right? COD's like what you say, you're a cool kid. Um, what do you do? Like, you just go around shooting people. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, you know, when you've like, you know, shut it down and stuff, do you like, how do you feel?
1: At that point, I felt quite tired because it was three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm always really intrigued with people that like play video games.
1: It's addictive, that's the problem.
0: And we know Josh you know, has a mean, very you? addictive oh, yeah. personality.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right, like like back both. to the running. Yeah, wow. Not much of it. So, Friday, did 15-minute-on-minute-off on the treadmill. Um, so, I was running, like, 340 to 4-minute Ks. And I've still done oh. everything in Ks this week. Hello, Ks. We're not messing, we're not, not messing about. Um, and, Hello, I, nearly had, you, you... I nearly had a
2: heart attack when Josh texts me. Like, I asked him what pace he's running. He says 4 minutes. <laughs> I was like, hold on.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it felt fine. It, it was better because I loaded it up before. So it normally takes like half an hour to do like my calf stuff. Then I sort of do some glute warming up with bands. And then people must think I'm ridiculous in the gym because I hop up and down, basically. Um, it's not just the gym, mate. Yeah, true. And like my outfits, so yeah. Uh, they're different. Um, so, yeah, so that was that. And then I did an hour on the cross trainer, 133 heart rate. Then Saturday... In the morning, so I did calf race. Uh, basically, every single day this week, I've done my calves. Um, other than that one day, um, did ten by two minutes, and that was around four fifteen pace. So I went a little bit easier, and then one minute walk. Uh, and then on the cross trainer, I did five sets no. of three minutes. One minute. I don't care about the question. Tra- How does your run feel? Talk, talk through that. Yeah, it was on. The, I mean, it's not the treadmill. It's just just boring. I did just you want- get no no pain no there's no sensation at all now other than that one run where i didn't load it before um yeah so i basically just put whack the treadmill on the pace just jump on it jump off for a minute um yeah and it's been been all right to be honest so that was saturday um why the
0: why the treadmill
1: not outside just because i'm in the gym already and i just can't be bothered basically because what i do is i normally go go in the gym do my calves do my glutes Jump on the treadmill, jump on the cross trainer, then do core, then leave. I've got a routine twice a day. Well, you say twice a day, but you very rarely hit yeah. twice a day. Last week, I was a bit lazy. Say it again, so
0: you said you said this about two weeks ago, two hours a day, Tony Payne. And yeah. then since then,
1: <laughs> I had a few very... lazy days, but actually, this week, I've been well, the last few days have been better. Um,
2: He's been talking to me.
1: Yeah. No, you're probably a bad influence. Yeah, you keep going for your week. So I need to. Talk and then, son. Uh, so that was Saturday. I think. What was the date? Yeah, Saturday. You you missed uh, out your big night out with
0: with Matt Clouds in the week. What night was that?
1: Oh yeah, when was that, Matt? That was terrible I... food. Terrible food choice as well. When what day was that? Wednesday. I completely forgot about Wednesday that. Evening. On Wednesday evening. Wednesday. You had some lovely food. Yeah. Went out for dinner. It's very nice. Well, I was it, saying that it wasn't a lovely food, drink. it was a bit crap. Oh, it was all right. Matt doesn't like um like ramen.
2: I don't like drinking literally pond water.
0: Yeah, you had you had basically pond water, Josh. It was
1: very pleasant. Uh, whilst plant I
2: don't I don't get ramen. It's it's literally like brown water with meat floating around in it and some bean sprouts and noodles. It just doesn't sound appealing.
1: Mm, I like it.
0: Each their right? Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah, anyway, Sunday. Um, I haven't finished Saturday yet. Oh, so sorry, I, Karen. I did five, yeah, five sets of three two, one on the cross trainer, and then I did. Uh, so that was at like tw- twelve o'clock, and I went back to the gym at, in the afternoon. I did another hour on the cross trainer at four. Then Sunday morning, um, I did like more heavy weight. So I did my normal stuff, and then did some like step ups onto the box with um, weights on my back. Um, then deadlifts and some squats, and then five by five minute run, then ninety minutes on the cross trainer, and that's my week. Exciting.
0: My comment was: Why do you feel the need? Do you need to be in the gym for four, however many hours it was. Which like, day? On that Sunday. What What goes through your head? Oh, that you think I need to be in the gym for four hours to get fit?
1: I was just bored as well. What else am I going to do?
0: Well, you come back from an injury. I would suggest probably four hours probably isn't the most sensible because thing
1: to do. On, I'm only on the cross trainer. It's yeah.
3: still, yeah, That's why you
2: yes, you are. Sunday. It's it's not just about the cross trainer, is it? And not having load, it's still it's still stress stimulus on the body.
1: Yeah. Because I did originally ask Matt to do two hours on Sunday, but he said no.
2: And I yeah. didn't even say for you to do ninety.
1: You didn't, He said because I read the message. Oh, really?
0: I yeah.
2: thought you
1: said ninety to be fair. <sighs>
2: he turned he turned the he turned the six upside <laughs>
1: down. was <laughs> reading it upside down. So yeah. Anyway.
0: Right. So, so progression, progression, Hang on, Yeah,
1: mile. go on mileage first. Fourteen point nine. Big. Um Fourteen point nine miles. Yeah, that might be some calibration on the treadmill, not so accurate that sounds quite a lot for what you've done yeah i don't i i'm not sure i trust Who knows. That, to be honest
0: um so what's next what what's the plan for running
1: well this morning i did six so we we're recording on monday night so i did six by six minutes and um i think what do we decide matt 10 by four minutes no, sorry four by 10 minutes tomorrow and then basically yeah. 30 minutes and so 30 minutes the... on Wednesday. Yeah, basically. and, then nice and easy. Continuous running. How long
0: do you think your continuous run for before you look at any sort of effort?
1: Um, just not next week, the week after.
2: Be about 10, 10 days to two. It yeah.
1: It wasn't a trick question,
0: Josh. I saw I... Matt was trying to prompt you on the right answer. <laughs> I just... Yeah,
1: so. I was like, I didn't want to like some of them I didn't want to jog too much um on like as well as running like six minute mile and um so yeah some have been a bit slower, some some a little bit quicker, but
0: But you're confident it's it's recovered and
1: on its way back? I'm reasonably confident. I still get a little I'm a little bit nervous. It's not I c I can't feel it, but do you know when you, you come back from something which is a bit sort of not major but like it's in your head more than anything? And yeah, I feel like I can feel it. but so I no,
2: It's awareness, isn't it?
1: Yeah. like, And I tell you what, my other Achilles has been pretty grim every run.
3: No, it's because
1: it's, it's constant. I don't think it's even that. I spoke to Adam about it, my physio, and he said it's probably more because you've just not run and it's just not loaded.
2: The idea for you now, Josh, is to literally get to a stage where you're continuously running, but just do it nice and slow. Yeah. Because yeah. it wants that stimulus, but it doesn't want that really hard recruitment of muscle
0: fibers. So yeah. talk about nice and slow. So we're going to your week, Matt, because you, you're on that stage now, aren't you? Absolutely. Seamless.
2: Um, seamless, indeed. Right. Almost, so what almost day... professional today. Professional today? Oh, wow. Me no, not
0: today. you. Us. Oh. What do you mean? It was a seamless link. So I said it's almost like we're oh some, yeah, sorry. You, do you know what you that's
2: seamless? I didn't even I didn't even
0: um, catch it. Right. All right. So what day was Monday? It's almost, was it's almost like some of us do some prep for this job.
2: Well, yeah, we all do our we all pour a little bit in, don't we? <laughs> um, all right, so um, is it March the seventh? Is that Monday?
0: It is, yeah. All
2: right, here we go. Five by three minutes, one minute walk. I'm going to be talking all running. So, listeners, this is all running. Okay, so get excited. Um, Last 20 minutes without any breaks. 7.50 pace. Um, Nothing to report on that. All good. Um, Quite enjoyed the last um, 20 minutes or so without any, uh, any walks. Tuesday, March 8th. Continuous run. Just over four miles. Uh, nice and easy. And then I was keen on this day. So I went to, went to the gym and cross-trained for half an hour. I'm on uh, part four of the Dr. Dre documentary. It's quite good, actually. Nearly finished it. Have um, you boys watched to watch that?
1: No, I've been watching. So I was watching Ozark. I actually, you know, so I've been really bad on the cross-trainer. The other day I sat on TikTok for 90 minutes.
2: That's that what is it? what is that doing for your brain?
1: Wow, Not stim- a lot. stimulating it. <laughs> stimulating it more than doing nothing. So but now I'm watching Drive to Survive. It's pretty good. Oh, oh
2: yeah, season. season four, in
0: it.
1: Yeah, new season. I've Don't been watching any
2: spoilers this time.
1: I've been watching Euphoria. It's pretty good. Okay. So Sky. Well, what's
0: that name? Zendaya. Do you know Zendaya?
1: Um someone's asked me this the other day. It's a woman, isn't it? Yeah, it's got air in it, yeah. So, okay.
2: Wednesday, uh, I was down in Cardiff, actually, so um, four miles, 808 pace, back down on the Taft Trail, which was nice.
0: And the, the King of Wales put you in his castle? Absolutely. Is it is Prince put me in. Wales?
2: Drinks. Yeah, yeah, put me in. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to move a bit because it was quite echoey in there. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, Wednesday. That was quite nice. I don't know, was that Wednesday? No, that was Thursday. Um, oh, I'm, I'm lost here. Oh, no, hold on. I, I cross trained on, I, I didn't run on the Wednesday. I cross trained for half an hour because um, I just couldn't be asked to do an hour. And then Thursday, I did that run four miles. And then Friday, five miles, a bit more. Um, similar sort of pace 8.14 pace um, just around home and then actually did go to the gym um, just did all the strength stuff really and then jumped on for 20 minutes just to get a bit more cardio in and then Saturday was 5 miles plus weights. a little quicker on the run um, Achilles was feeling actually really good on this run Um. Yeah, I went seven thirty-seven pace, so a little bit quicker. And then yesterday, so Sunday, um, was eight miles, eight oh two pace. So this will be the longest run I've done for twelve weeks. Was that at home, not, not that long? Sleep. Nine weeks. Um, yeah. So uh, in the morning, Sunday morning, then flew to Portugal Sunday afternoon.
0: So. How are you feeling after eight miles? Any soreness? Yeah, good.
2: No, it's you know what, it's all right. Um, it's not too bad, and I think ran again this morning, did the same distance, um, and I think I got, I, again similar to what Josh is saying as far as the awareness of your injury. Like I think that's going to stick around for some time, but the actual killer itself was all right. It's pretty good. So the plan for the plan for this week um, will be run every day. Probably gonna do around eight to nine miles a day. See how it responds. Eighty-nine miles um, a day. Eight to nine. Could do it's eighty-nine. Good, Madagascar. Good, Malagast- do, do right, thinking, yeah. just, ca- just catching up there. And I don't watch children's um, films, mate. So and then uh, to be fair I've watched Madagascar it's quite good (laughs) and then um, and then yeah do a little bit longer on Sunday so um, do you know what I'm hoping to get around 60 miles in this week and I think if if I can get um, you know 50 60 miles in this week then the following week I'll introduce a bit more pace and then some longer I might do some long strides towards the back end of this week and then hopefully in the next two weeks, I'll be back up to at least doing one session a week.
0: So you're like a week ahead of Josh, aren't you? Like, roughly?
1: Yeah. I'll be surprised if I'm doing 60 miles next week, though. I don't no. Know no.
0: Cautious. The following the week.
1: Th- you...
2: oh. The th- oh. Yeah, you- I'd say the following week. So you're about 10 days behind me. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, because it's been, with the PRP, it's been... Um, seven weeks now
0: so what what shoes are you running in on your easy runs what you got
2: uh, eight, the New Balance 880s
0: interesting they yeah. not tried those yeah. are they just a mileage shoe are they
2: yeah and I've got like a few a couple of versions down um, before they started dicking around with the, the back of the heel because they they started doing what all the other brands are doing of sort of taking away the the lip at the back. Um, yeah, they're decent. The are the, the ones that I sort of get on with. But now knowing that I've got a stronger soleus and in, in calf and hopefully Achilles, um, I can probably try a few other trainers. But at the moment, I'm just sticking to what I know.
0: I found it a bit disconter- disconcerting today when I was listening to the Aussie boys on their podcast this morning on my run. And... I was halfway into my sort of seventy-minute double. I was going to double this evening, so seventy minutes in the morning, and they were talking about shoe choices. And they said probably not to use the Invincible. The, Invin- the Invincible is a perfect double shoe for the the second run. I was like, it's all good I telling know. me this now when I'm halfway through my run, my hour of double. But yeah. I
2: do like the Invincibles as a like an easy um, second yeah. run.
0: I agree, though it's. You get very used to these soft, soft shoes, and sometimes the more traditional, firmer type shoe might be might be useful in the in the rotation.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, like, I don't know about you boys, but have you noticed that more people are getting lower limb issues? Yeah, I've always but, had this, that. <laughs> but I think I think there's more now than there ever than there ever have has been. To be
0: honest, I mean. I've, so I've raced at the weekend, I'll come to it in a sec, and um, I also saw a half marathon, the Cambridge Half Marathon the other weekend, and there was a picture of a group at, what, an hour 45 group in, in the half marathon? There's about, about 25 people in shot, 23 people in Vaporfly or alpha Fly. So they're very unstable shoes, aren't they? Soft, unstable shoes. So it doesn't surprise me that you putting loads of people in these soft unstable shoes when years ago they wouldn't have been in racing flats would they
2: but that's the thing isn't it it's almost like so if, if we're in these squidgy carbon fiber shoes now i can think of me wrong but i've got a couple of pairs at home as well and i'm probably still racing them but there is there is a side of it as far as you know are we are we losing the strength in our lower limbs as far as mm. just you know relying so much on that plate and on that foam to sort of propel us forward rather than it being the tendons and, you know, gastroxiaeus sort of muscles.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting I, felt of- the, I felt the same because the, the race I did on Sunday, I felt so weak going up the hills. And that's because I think in my return to running the last eight weeks, I've done all those sessions on the treadmill, which is soft, in like soft carbon shoes. Just haven't got any strength in my my legs. (laughs) So
1: Yeah the dragon fly now mate.
0: That's what you need. They're on order. They're on the way. Um anyway what mileage was that this week Matt? Uh so just under 32. There we go. Back. He's back. I'll go into my my week then. So I didn't I didn't run Monday because I was so the first half of last week, I'll get the moan out early on. This well, is not the
1: same conversation we have every single week.
0: Yeah, but it's going to ch- I've been, so Jenny's been very busy with work and she's been away a lot and she's got now a good couple of months where she'll be less busy. So my routine will be much better. Um, but just here yeah, when I have, you know, Jenny left at what, four o'clock on Monday morning and was away um, most of the week early part of the week I just other than getting on the treadmill at half seven, eight o'clock at night that's my option so Monday I was a bit tired anyway um, from the big 25k run on the Sunday so I took Monday off Um, Tuesday Jenny was at home because she was working locally so I got out for a morning run
1: oh good
0: got um, I got five miles I think five miles done at about seven. Looking at Philippa's watch, seven elevens. Mine says four point seven. Not sure what happened there. Anyway, um, around with Philippa, I was moaning about something, so that's why the pace was so quick. And kind of. I finished the run, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, that was a bit quick for you," because you know, seven elevens is her easy pace, probably isn't ideal. Um, so we just jogged around around the houses up here, a few loops. Few twists and turns for Clousey because I know he loves them. Um, went past the Danish invader, alive wasn't in there. So just finished, went straight past. Um, what, an, what a name, though. I'll tell you what. Fantastic. Danish. I'll take a picture of The Danish of invader. Uh, jumped on the treadmill that evening and did So I did it double that day. I did 11.2 mile. So that must be 18k eight uh, 654 miling so heart rate nice and easy ran around london went went through Westminster. went westminster by the looks of this yeah anyway that was tuesday so double um wednesday so jenny as i said was working locally and she came back at six o'clock, and then drove down to Southampton or below Southampton at seven o'clock. So, uh, she literally fed, helped feed Eliza, and then drove off for her next job. So again, I had to go on the treadmill.
1: What's below Southampton?
0: It's not right at the bottom, apparently. I- Isle otherwise... of <laughs>
1: Yeah, did <laughs> she go
0: France? No, it's not on the coast. There's a little like estuary in. So she went down to there's a anyway, it's below Southampton. Look on the map. Okay. I thought Southampton was at the very coast, but it's like on a is it an estuary? Is that what it's called? Have a look. Anyway, she was to the left south of that. Um so the problem was I was hung when when I cooked tea, I was hungry. So I, I ate my dinner at about half five knowing full well that i want to do a session on the treadmill in two hours time that was a bit of a mistake so jumped on the treadmill did three mile warm-up gut was a bit ropey but all good um and then i planned of doing an hour of three minutes on
1: 75 seconds off and do you do you not find that just re- anyway on the treadmill I don't know what it is but if i it's bouncing a bit more or it, it my stomach does just doesn't feel great on it. Yeah, so I think I did I
0: stop? No, I didn't stop. I stopped in the warm-up. Um it was it was getting a bit dodgy towards the end, but I managed to hold it off. Um so it was all good. Anyway, I I've stuck on sweat elite for this. And which episode? Watched- watch various videos um I literally put on on their videos and hit play so I had that on on one laptop and Zwift on the other laptop and I started watching Kev Seawood's Loops of Loughborough and it was not the most entertaining of watches when I was trying to do 14 by three minutes watching somebody I know run around the Loughborough 2k loop, which is pretty depressing. So I was glad it skipped onto a Canova special block before the end, which was quite interesting. Saw them boys knocking out a special block. Good video. No special, watched it. Them
2: special blocks.
0: Yeah, they did uh, 10k steady, 10k at sort of marathon pace in the morning, 10k steady, and then 10 by K in the afternoon. So 40, I think some of them did 10 by 1200 so like 40 to 42k of effort that day. Um, yeah. Big. Anyway, I did I did 14 by 3 minutes, and I think I ran about 304 per k. So pretty solid. Heart rate good. What are you laughing at, Josh?
1: Oh, Matt texts me. Oh, that's always nice. Um, so
2: listen, hey, come on, be professional now. Uh, so you did 14 by three minutes 75 seconds off was a 75 seconds float or was that just a you know an easy... I, I just
0: pre- I pressed so I was 19.5 kilometers per hour for the effort and then 13.5 for the for the jog but I never I didn't jump off I just sort of kept going. Um, so have
2: you managed to input this into the noble Pro Tre now
0: mate I was pressed for time as it was. I started this session at 8.24 and then I did two-mile cool-down at 9.30, by which time you two boys were in bed and preparing for your cross-training session in the morning. So, yeah, I didn't have time. That's my excuse. Um, but yeah, solid solid evening. What's that? Three up. That's a big session. that. 16, 16 miles. It was so big that I took Thursday off because... My hamstring was a little bit sore, um, which wasn't a good sign. And it's at that point I decided Manchester was a very, very – actually, that's a lie. It wasn't that point because I think it was Friday night or Saturday morning that I decided it was a silly idea. So, firstly off, Friday I did 75 minutes, 7-minute seven mile in, loop on the hills. That was quite warm, actually. I wore, I went Josh Lunn. I've got a picture. I've got a picture somewhere. I went Josh Lunn, full well, tight jacket, bobble hat, Jeez. and it was about eleven degrees out. I like it. And I was sweating a lot, so my heart rate got quite. My heart rate got as high as Josh does on a cross trainer, I think. Um, but yeah, just did one big loop, a couple of big hills, and yeah, fairly, fairly enjoyable. Blossoms out. Spring's in the air. It's quite nice, isn't it? Well, Matt's in Portugal now. I think you can finally, especially today, spring is on its way. Um,
2: Oh, it's a good feeling, isn't it? You, You can smell it in
0: the air. Yeah, I love it. I love that smell. It's good memories.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. You can't smell blossom in the air. Spring. Spring. I can tell you what it smelled like.
2: Oh, it's a beautiful smell, mate.
1: Yeah, it's what I've been waiting for all year
0: anyway. Um, so Friday night, for some reason, I entered Arundel 20 mile race on the Sunday. Can't even remember why I did it. I think Josh's dad put in the group, Is anyone doing Arundel 20? and I was like, Yeah, why not? So Saturday, I went out for a run with I did some of this with Philippa, and I did. Again, nearly, what, 78 minutes, 7.15 pace, so just just under 11 miles around Burley. And as we run around Burley, I saw signs that there was a race on in Burley the next day, which was a seven-mile race. Um, And I thought I'd much rather do that, you know. I don't want to do 20... It was so windy this weekend. I thought I don't want to do another hilly, windy race and my hamstring to be in bits the next day so i tried to message the organizer to get in burley got nothing back so woke up sunday morning got changed was like i don't want to go down Arundel. Philippa said she'd walk up so Philippa lives opposite burley park she walked over and managed to get a number for me so i was allowed to run so I pretty much had a home race on on sunday morning so i did two and a half mile warm up again philippa has got 2.8 mile warm up don't know how she did that she ran with me um and then did the burley seven race which it's quite nice it started off at the bottle lodges which are like the gates of, of burley house ran down into town past the george hotel which is quite a famous hotel in Stamford, did a 10 meters onto town bridge, turned around a cone and came back so that was pretty pointless. Um, Actually in the first, first K, which is downhill, I was running behind the lead bike and, and a car, it was like an ambulance car. And I thought it was the lead car. And I got, because I'm running downhill, I got up right on its boot, basically and was about to move out to go around it. And he he stopped. Just stopped dead in the road. And um and he went to the back of him, which is always good. YouTube boys aren't even
1: <laughs> cool.
2: <laughs> I tell um, you what though, you posted a lovely um, picture. I assume that was a the yeah. race. Um that's just that's just after, lovely.
0: That's just after I nearly ran to the back of the ambulance. So my, so you you go downhill. Then I went into the wind for like three miles as you go all the way up up the hills. Um, you go around into the back of Burley and come, and basically the last mile is is just massively downhill again. So it's it's a pretty up and down race. The best part of the race for me was looking at my splits afterwards. Do I hear my mile splits? Go on. So it goes and is this a is this palindromic is that the word for it 459 524 528 Ooh. 548 528
1: 524,
0: 524 456 so if that last mile was 3 seconds slower it would have mirrored itself in the run
2: was it because it was that hilly
0: yeah, and into the wind. I mean the five forty the gap on the gap is yeah. Still all over the place. But I think it's just because it was in the wind. It was quite a quite a stiff breeze. And I just liked that <laughs> Um so it says that it's only sixteen mile per hour on Strava. It's doing me a disservice here.
3: How um, is
1: fifty seconds a mile slower <laughs> differential?
0: Do you
2: know where it is? You know what? No. Listen. Do you know what you need to do, mate? You need to get
0: um, some sessions outside. Oh yeah, I will do. But you know, but so do you know where Ruth's house is in Hillsgate? Mm. So you go up that hit that that's the mile uphill. So from uh, Burley yeah, up it. there, and it was dead into the wind. So you got up to the top of that because you know it goes up, it flattens a bit, then it goes up again. You got to that top bit. Um. And I was barely running. It was just blowing me sideways. Um, anyway, what's that? 5.20 average for the whole race, I think it was. 37.15, apparently. 6.95 miles. Or ignore that. Let's call it seven. What's a couple of... What's 0.05 months, friends? Um, did a warm-down jog. That was my week. Um, so, I can't remember. What was it? I've lost it now. I want to say about sixty something. 60 so, miles, what's the maybe. situation
2: then? Is Manchester Obviously. off the cars now?
0: Yeah, I want to find out why. He's
1: what been reviewed did. on the start list anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I went to look at the start list the other day for our podcast. I did sixty six miles. Um, I'm not on the start list anymore, so they must have read my mind. Um, so, yeah, I've just planned out. I've got seven weeks to a 10K. Get some sessions, they say, outdoors. I'm going to do Tuesday intervals or hills. Friday, a bit of threshold or sub-threshold. And just get some solid work done outside, mate.
1: What's your 10K in seven weeks?
0: Local one. Secret.
1: Fancy a head-to-head.
0: You are not going to be ready in seven weeks to race the 10k I'll be ready what 10k is it be you I will alright come do it Langtoff 10k
1: see if Matt is
0: knows. there, any, ca- is, is
1: there yeah. any cash on it no the last time I raced it, my dad beat me
0: yeah there is cash my course record what's Uh-oh. the date like the first weekend of May uh, um, what's the, what's the course record then. 30.50 oh easy work 1st of May it's dead flat uh, maybe maybe on. a bit early
2: I got Manchester 10k
0: Josh I can officially say that if you came and raced me on the 1st of May I would beat you by at least a minute
1: not a chance let's put first it, this of May. Of it I think <laughs> I can be within a minute of you right now not a chance Matt what do you think
2: I'm not saying anything I think we should move on
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh this boy he has, he has like seven weeks off running and still thinks he's the king one day he will remember his 5k time um, right let's move to Strava leaderboard what have we got 900 901 members these days Joe Turner, he's finally got the, the leaderboard. 138 miles from Joe last week. Wow, knocking those miles out. Um,
1: his his longest run was only 20 miles as well. That is that's some mileage. And 15 runs, it's pretty pretty wow.
0: good going. He does live in Cambridge though, so his elevation gain is is terrible. Um, Kieran Walker. I'll be recording something for Patreon with him and a couple of other people in the week. Um, it was third, 117, and I think Anna Bracegirdle, top woman, 95 miles. So, yeah, some big mileage being been putting in. What's people training
1: for? Manchester?
0: Yeah, Kieran's training for Manchester. I don't know what Joe's doing. Probably some ultra somewhere. Um, some big mile. Right, what? Have we got any? Is, is Dan Weston giving you anything while you're on holiday?
2: Yeah, he, he did. He was organised actually last week. Dan was and uh, got one over to me early. So um, this week's um, Weston's wise words are: oh, so since COVID, COVID, so since COVID, spitting what Since COVID, okay, you need to put a little comma there. Since COVID, spitting whilst running has gotten some attention. It can't be helped, but don't worry. Here's some advice from Weston's wise words. He's getting good with these, isn't he? Remember the acronym B-A-T. The B stands for bolus. First, ensure there's a good bolus bolus of, of spittle. Bolus is just a fancy word for ball. Collect it all together in a ball. The A stands for aim. Look for a grid or an enemy Ooh, naughty uh, seriously though try to avoid people tea is for tea is tea is for tea imagine when spitting out you're saying aloud tea that'll ensure it doesn't spray so in summary western's wise words this week is bat it out
0: that's quite that's
2: quite useful actually
0: josh needs to learn that because he He's very well known for his, his spitting.
1: It's not, that's the worst thing about running on the treadmill.
0: Don't. Let's not go there because you'll incriminate yourself. You should
1: not. You should
2: not be spitting on no, my own treadmill.
0: I want to. Um, right. What should we go? of questions. I did have one listener question because we haven't got much time tonight, so. Um. I did have it. It came in from I've not written it down because I had it on my phone. It came in from I think it was Steve Cooper who wants to know um key session. It was what are the key sessions you do when you're first coming back from injury, which I thought was pretty appropriate for you. So when you return to hard sessions or a session, how are you how are you going to progress them? What's the first sort of harder session you'll do, Matt?
2: Um, so how I'll progress is firstly I'll do um, some longer strides or some strides to start, maybe 15 seconds. Then I'll go to uh, longer strides. so will do 30 seconds, maybe six to eight. Then it'll be a progression run. So obviously start slow and then work your way into it, maybe get down to the last mile being around um, 20, 30 seconds slower than uh, marathon pace per mile. And then once that's completed, then you can go into a bit more structure. So maybe uh, a shorter interval session of 90, 60, 30 times three to five. Um, And then the following week, you'd stack two sessions on the other one being, you know, anything from a progression run or um, sort of a high aerobic slash low anaerobic tempo for like 20 minutes.
0: There you go there you go Steve okay, yeah. some wise words from Matt cloud I actually had one more coming from from Sarah Williams who said that she's very interested in our I think it was Josh's coffee coffee buying um, coffee machine buying other week and wants to know what's our coffee of choice have you got any specialties you can recommend Josh
1: well, I normally go for flat white but I've recently you no ever... you
0: ever... coffee be- what's your it- Oh, what beans you buying
1: so I have a subscription with packed coffee me too um, that's my normal my normal go-to but they send me what? different different ones I don't really pick I just get whatever they have sent me what,
0: what's your favourite though if you
1: not made a note I, of anything no I never look Gee.
0: yeah yeah I my really the bourbon, I think it's the bourbon cream one is quite nice there's a fruit and nut espresso as well which is
1: pretty yeah, good yeah I've seen that one before yeah yeah, no, I've had quite a few now. Yes. Yeah, packed pack
0: coffee is pretty good, isn't it? It gives you like a selection on a weekly or fortnightly basis. Which tier did you go for? for well, I don't know, fortnightly. I can't remember. You
1: know, like the There's three different bandings of like, I don't understand. You might you might know this. How do you get di- better quality coffee beans? How do sure, you get better quality? Yeah, sure the beans are bean.
0: I presume there is better quality, like in anything in life, mate. It's a bit like difference between me and you.
2: Depends (laughs) how it's roasted.
0: Yeah, freshness, roasted, quality of soil, I don't know, whatever.
2: Quality of soil,
4: how it's picked.
2: I've heard that uh, the coffee uh, pickers, if you pick the bean and then toss it in the air four times, catch it, and then lick it on one side, they're like the best coffee beans you can get.
0: Here he is. Also, I had a rant come in for me. So Sophie Lloyd, I probably shouldn't have said it came from Sophie Lloyd, but it did. She said she's got a moan for me, which I said, good. I like to moan. Um, today was the British Cross Country Champs at Loughborough. The senior women were meant to run an 8K course like the under 20 men. On the website, both courses are different. However, when it got to halfway through the senior women's race, It became very apparent the course was in fact wrong on the map and we had been sent a different route again. Flashback to 2020 where we ran 11.2k instead of 10k. Slightly surprising to half field who thought they had another lap to go before the finish. Not only this, but Jess Gibbon, who ran a great race for second place, was commentated on as wearing a Reading vest when she was in fact wearing Oxfordshire colours. Small things, but still get it right. I agree the amount of times on commentary Lincoln Wellington are doing the National Road Relays and we get called the City of Stoke because they've got a similar vest here come the City of Stoke don't want to be associated with Stoke do we Matt
2: I mean talking about relays we can't even do them anymore so
0: oh yeah you've been kicked out so what's your thoughts on on the messing the course up
1: if it's so what was the distance meant to be because that could be quite significant, right?
0: I, I presume it's actually eight k. I don't know how far they actually
1: ran. Yeah, they, 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 last year they ran eleven. I mean, that's 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 like another ten minutes of running. It's another that's significant. Well, it's eleven point. I guess it, it depends, depends 10, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Depends on how far it is. Because let's say if it's an eight k course and they did eight and a half k, not that big yeah, deal. Maybe, it's cross country. Yeah. You just beat whoever's there if you can. If it's 8k and they ran 12k, yeah, a bit of a difference or 10k because that, that that's a different runner again, isn't it? So it all depends on the distance. But I agree with you. Get the simple things right.
0: Yeah, it, I think it's also a difficult one in that a lot of our cross-country is is sorted out by volunteers and as much as, yes, I still think volunteers should, if you volunteer for the job, you still got to do the job right. It's hard to you know, complain when they're giving up their time for free. And I just think sometimes we need to start paying a bit more for these events and then you'll get a better event out of it, wouldn't you? I don't know how much in the counties is these days. Do we pay? I don't think I've ever paid. You might, you might pay three or four quid.
1: Would the, would the, the county not pay?
0: You know, the county pays probably, what, 40, 50 quid per team, which is... You know, I I ran that Burley seven on Sunday. I think it's thirty five quid to do the race. Let alone that's an individual. Let alone a, a team. So, anyway,
2: well, I think it's one of them, isn't it? I think everyone's happy to pay a little bit more if you get a bit more in the sense of mm. getting the course right, getting you know um, the right fields assembled.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's um. Let's move on to news because Matt's got dinner duties in a in about ten minutes, and I don't want Gina on my back. Um, so I've got the news in front of me. Where should we? We'll start in Portugal, Matt, because you're in Portugal. World University Cross Country Champs were in Vero. Not sure where in Portugal that is, but Britain got a gold medal in the in the women's race. Izzy Fry took the win. Saskia Millard was in. In silver, so yeah, pretty decent, decent outing for the British team. I did see the male results, but not entirely sure where they came. Um, it was quite hard to find the results on that one. I know they won the team overall, so they must have been pretty competitive. I think they won the relay race, maybe too. Anyway, that was in Portugal, close to home. Loughborough was. The British Athletics Cross Challenge final, which is the, the inter-counties race, um, pretty good conditions. I think it was pretty dry. I think mean, it was windy, um, but yeah, Mari McLennan took the win in the in the women's race, and then in the men's, Callum Johnson sort of added another title to his locker. I think he's now got the. I think he's is he holder of He's won national, winter counties, northeast, pretty much everything. Um so yeah, he was pretty pretty dominant win. He he sort of pulled away from Zach Mohammed in the last lap, beaten by there, 20 seconds. Um,
2: is there any worlds this year or is that being canned again
0: because of COVID? No, it's next year in Australia, isn't it? Bathurst in Australia next year. So it, this
2: that this this um would not be a trial for next year, it'll be next year's trial for
0: that. Yes, um, I think that's been delayed two years now but um, I, f- I did have the, the winning team but I've lost it, all I know is Lincolnshire got a bronze medal in the team race which is remarkable, I don't think we've had a team medal winner in a, in a very long time so well done to the boys the boys there um, what else did we have on I had the um, I sent you boys a text about the Barkley Marathon Josh didn't know what it was That was on last week. I don't think anyone finished. So for people who don't know, it's like multiple laps of this ultra marathon where they're going up and down trails. Hasn't there only been
2: like one person who's done it?
3: A couple have.
0: Um, And somebody running it, running it, somebody who run it has, I think, finished. But Jasmine Paris was, she finished a fun run, which is three out of the four loops, which took 39 hours. 49 minutes that's called a fun run Josh um, Do you watch sleep? the there's a Netflix and I think they nap for like 20 30 minutes maybe eat some food there's a YouTube or Netflix uh, film on it it's worth a watch um, but how
2: long is it on for 40 hours
0: <laughs> I think it's about 90 minutes mate um, but the the lead guy who's maybe expected to finish. He got so disorientated, he ended up in a in a neighboring town, um, talking to a dustbin for directions. I like that.
2: I'm sorry, but what is wrong with people? Why are <laughs> we going out and running for like 60 hours or whatever it is to do do this marathon?
0: Honestly, watch it and it's it's not just like I could sort of I can't see, but I could sort of understand running for a long time on a, a nice trail or a like a crosser, something. But this is brutal. It's like through, like, brambles and they have to tear pages. It's like orienteering mixed with, yeah. That
2: can't be good for you.
0: No. Anyway. Um, in Belgium, we had some Brits running fast. Uh, Paolo Sorofell sorry. Let's start off for, start for the quickest. Emile, Caress. Led the Brits home in fifth position in sixty-one sixteen. Um, so PB from Emil Parlos Sarafel, who Clousey beat recently. Um, huge PB, sixty-one fifty-one. So that means you're in sixty-one thirty, Jake Clousey. Just there just take that. Don't need to run it. They went through ten k in twenty-eight. 30 quick.
2: He's been measuring that course.
0: So
2: at least be an in that course.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh well, Phil Sessman was also in action, but he wasn't too happy with his run of 63-32. Um in Berlin, Jack Rowe ran 28-23. I thought he'd go a little bit quicker, you know. I think he was pretty pleased with it. I'm not sure on how quick the course was, but
1: he came first. Right.
0: It was only one in about
1: 28-10, I think. So
3: yeah, really but rich.
0: off the back of yeah, off the back of his thirteen, forty solo or thirteen, whatever it was, I thought maybe he might sneak under twenty-eight minutes.
1: What on the road?
0: Yeah. yeah. Seriously.
1: He's well, run a meal. Did is he not run twenty-eight flat already? Yeah.
2: <sighs> Mad, isn't it? We're talking about people who are running
0: sub twenty-eight on the road. Well, that's what I'm saying. A meal. Emil did earlier this year. I mean it's great,
2: it? great, it's great yeah. for you know British athletes, but it's just crazy how the sports progressed so
0: much. Mm. Um, and then over in, in Barraford, there was the podium 5K where they had a unique vest design. The the sponsor of the vest was I think your number, you, you entered the race and you got a vest which had your number on printed on, didn't it? So you got a Nike Air Swift vest with your number printed on it. Um, and that's all you needed to run. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I like the idea, but it made it very, very hard to tell people apart. Yes.
0: I know there was certain people who weren't a fan of not being able to wear their club vests. Certain club men. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't to everyone's liking, but Alfie Manphorps to the win in 1409. Um I think 32 men ran to 15 minutes. So, quick course up there, isn't it? Um, I think the first female was Megan Davies in 16 flat. So, yeah, quick times nice. on the roads there. Paddock Woodhart, Alex Lepetra, 64 38 solo run for the win. Fairly solid. Nick Torrey was 6 14. Uh, Chloe Richardson, who's sort of been. On, a, on the road scene for the last last year or so. She got a big PB, 73-47 for, to win the women's race. So, yeah, quick times, Paddock Wood. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I've got
2: a shout-out, quick shout-out, actually, Scott Nixon. Um, you wanted me to send uh, send some love his way. So, um, uh, what was it? Knighton? Knighton. Uh, 20-miler Um
0: they did the yeah, relay race.
2: Nigel yeah. Martin won, did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they said uh, there's three in the in the relay and they still couldn't take uh, take down big Nige. There you so, there go.
3: go.
0: I'm not sure what time Nige ran, but I saw on Instagram that he ran. Uh, here we go, here's the big result. Aaron Scott won the Burley 7 in 37-21. Hannah Rounds, first woman in 45-39. Um, yeah, I think that's there was there was a few others, but I think there was Chester ten K on. I'm sure Jarvis won that in 30, 50, 30, 40. something like that. Um, Dan Jarvis, that is. But yes, some quick times. But before we wrap up, might as well mention the Nagoya Marathon. Ruth Chep Cheppengetich. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Chep, she she won in two seventeen eighteen, which is I think is the second fastest women only. Marathon of all, yeah, ever. Uh, Charlie Purview was doing pacing. So, I think she went through in 69 flat. So, she's definitely in shape for the world champs in Oregon later this year, which leads me to that.
1: She's racing before that.
0: All right, we'll get there. Let's, Let's quickly announce, you got two minutes, Matt. We'll announce the team. So, five marathon athletes announced for the world champs on 17th and 18th of July. They are Jess Piasecki, who we should have on the show in the next couple of weeks. Her coach is Rob Hawkins, who we will also have on the show in the next couple of weeks, so we'll hear from them. Yeah, interviewee Chris Thompson. Um, they're the so Jess Pierscki, Charlie Purdue, and Rose Harvey, the women, Chris Thompson and your man, Josh. Griffiths. Um so is that are we that I mean we've inter- interviewed all, all of them. Yes,
1: so far, yes.
0: So we just need Phil Kissy on as the coach and we're we sorted. Oh and Nick Badeau. We'll get Nick Badeau on. Um <laughs> easy. So you said she's gonna race before when's she racing, Josh?
1: She's doing Boston. Boston what? Marathon. Charlie is. Yeah. Is she what April? Yeah, well, she's she was on the start list and now she's
0: I'd scoop- yeah, she was. I, I seem to remember this now, so that's going to be what a 12 14 week turnaround. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, probably, probably.
0: Um, it's quite. Especially when she, when on her interview, she was talking about taking less risks. So, yeah, interested to see if she she does start that one. But it was looking pretty stacked. I think Boston start list anyway.
1: Boston's ridiculous.
0: There was plenty of other stuff on. There was NCA's indoors. Um, I'm not sure if there's any other Brits running. So, do you know of any Brits running NCA's, Josh?
1: No, not of my head.
0: There you go. So we'll wrap up the week there. I've got an interview with Lucy and Alison, which I'll play after this. He talks us through his his rise in the sport over the last few years. 28, 38 man for 10K from Trafford the other week. Um, talks through his training, his changing coach. Um, I tried to get him to give me some coffee chat. He wasn't really coming forthcoming in that. We had a bit of fashion chat. Because he's got some interesting outfits. So give him a follow on Instagram and yeah, give that a listen. Matt, holiday week, what you got planned? Just chilling, boys. Catching the sun, relaxing.
2: Uh, We're here for another nine days.
0: So, nine days, 10 day holiday. Yeah, that's it, yeah. If the sun's gonna break out uh
4: Wednesday onwards, so
0: there you go. Josh,
1: what you got? Um nothing out of the norm really being in the gym, running. That's it. Exciting. What lie. Yeah, what a life.
0: No trips to London?
1: No, I don't think so, not this week. Any dates go. on the Just Call of Duty. I think spending my time there. Uh... It's
0: not really, not really happening for you, is it?
1: It's good. I don't mind. I can happily play cards every day, all day, every day.
0: Now talk about your your dating scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's why and, I,
0: replace it, I
1: replace it with
0: slow moving. I think you need a, a woman in your life or a partner in your life. <laughs> Keep you occupied.
1: Anyway, I have, I have nothing to say. <laughs> do
0: you want to know what I'm doing?
1: Go on. Oh. You're going to tell us anyway.
0: I've got my I've got my schedule in place for the next seven weeks, so I'm
1: going to make sure I running stick to some stru- yeah stick to some structure. So how long, one question I did have: How long do you think it'll be before Matt and I start out mileaging you? Probably next week for Matt. Nah.
0: I've been I've been out mileage in Matt's peak mileage anyway the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You've been out doing the marathon <laughs> mileage. Yeah. So
0: so yeah, you need to hold your horses a bit, Josh. Come to Langtoft, lay it on the line there, and we'll see what happens. I'm in. You go enter now. Um, but yeah, stick to some structure got a free it's just nice having a a free a couple of few weeks when jenny's not working so i can just get into some outdoor running springs on its way although josh can't smell it today's been lovely matt i looked at the forecast this week beautiful it's like 14 15 degrees and sunny in the uk no wind gonna be what 17 18 here yeah, I mean, it'll be nice with Portugal. Me and Joshua in Portugal a couple of years ago at this time, and it was was nice. Um, so, yeah, going to get some structure in place and stick to it. That's my plan. And then I'm going to focus on some five ten k running for the summer. Got my dragonflies on the way. They're coming tomorrow. So watch out. 14.59 around the corner. Look out. Right. I'll play this interview with Lucien. Um speak to you two boys next week enjoy see you there guys week's show, I'm delighted to be joined by a man on the rise who clocked 28.38 on the roads at Trafford 10k last weekend and who has PBs of 13.57 for 5,000 and 64.29 for the half to his name. His rise has been a rapid one, it was only six years ago that he started any real form of running and was clocking 37 minutes for 10k. So let me welcome Lincolnshire's finest dresser, Lucy and Alison. How's things going, mate? (laughs) Good intro, man. Good intro. You're not got any naughty little numbers on tonight, this <laughs>
4: what fashion-wise? Yeah, no, nah, I've, I've actually um tracky bottoms, the lower half, but I figured you'd only see me top half today. Good, good. Can
0: you, can you listeners see the outfit? Well, I, one day I'll share them on YouTube and I'll okay. see. Everything. <laughs> I would have told you to dress up otherwise. Um, Lucy and came to my wedding in a very nice suit, so. If I find a picture, I might share that on Instagram. It's a floral, it's a floral suit, wasn't oh, it? <laughs> a floral, yeah, it was, it was lovely. Um, anyway, let's start with with last weekend and that um, 2838 in Manchester, which was what half a minute off your PB. Um, was that yeah. a time you were targeting, or do you just go out hard and see what happens? Um, I mean,
4: under twenty nine minutes was definitely the target going in like and, and I knew I was in like twenty nine fifty, twenty nine, 29 maybe 40 mid shape so like I knew I knew I could do it my mind going my, like, my mindset going into it was um just run behind Ben Connor and if you if you see any of the race photos you'll see I'm literally behind Ben Connor <laughs> on every single one um and I yeah I guess I
0: followed followed through with that plan and got the result i wanted so what's what suggested that you were in yeah 28 high shape what had you done which gave you that confidence
4: um i've been training really well uh to be honest i've had some pretty pretty good sessions leading up to it um none that have been posted on strava which
0: (laughs) you bring up a lot (laughs) i had had a rant on the show about that last week and it was about Lucian. so (laughs)
4: Well, yeah, because I, I, cause I do it on the, I keep track of it on the Training Peaks now. It's kind of like you've got, I've got my Garmin, I've got my Training Peaks, and then there's the Strava as well. It's a lot of places to have to manage your runs.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that losing. It was the fact that you posted your twenty eight thirty eight, but you haven't posted any other run. Um, but
4: yeah, no. but I think I think Strava is a bit like, um, it's it's like facebook for running it is yeah like oh, I, I don't need to let ev- i don't need to let people know every time i've done a run people gather that i'm running every day yeah but like, i want to
0: see what you're doing i want to know <laughs> what your sessions are i want to see what's got you to 28 38
4: i just do you just do the odd post when you actually do something semi-decent like no one needs to see that i've done a jog in the morning and a jog in the evening
0: yeah like, you're like josh lunn seven, only post
4: yeah yeah that's it mate and the thing is the only people that are interested in the fact that I'd run a 10k they're all on Strava anyway like I've a post it on Facebook that, yeah you know like my Nana might like it but
0: you know it's not the place for it so let's talk I'm, I wasn't going to go into sessions yet but before that 10k um give us a couple of sessions that you did and maybe some some splits let's have a let's have a look mm. what you were you were doing
4: um, so the week
0: before, uh,
4: let's go for that. Week before, I did two pretty big sessions. I did a, a 10 mile tempo, which was a five minute pace on the roads, yeah, on the roads. Um, on the canal, no, no, um, like Bishop Grot, you know, like the big two mile Bishop Grot loop, you yeah, yeah. Go follow down Netland Road. Um, I used that and it just ran around there.
0: It's a bit undulating, about isn't five, it, around there?
4: Five times. Yeah, it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's great. So five flats, was it?
4: Yeah, I think I think it was about five oh two in the yes. end, but it was it was meant to be yeah, it was what it was what it was meant to be. It was meant to be about ten seconds, ten, fifteen seconds slower than goal half marathon pace. So okay. it kind of it sat about right with what I was meant to be doing. Sure. Um and then Early in the week, I'd done 12 by a K, and that was about 255 average.
0: Was that, that, on, the, and
4: that was a, on the track? On the track, on the
0: track, yeah. What, on the track, what recovery did you have on that? Off a minute, nice. And is that are they both on your own, or you have got people? to tell um, me? Will Strangeway helped me actually, did who it? uh coincidentally broke
4: uh 30 for the first time at Trafford. It did, I thought you were say saying- that.
0: I thought you were going to say he broke my 30k record, which he didn't, but um, but no. <laughs> yeah, good run from Will.
4: He did break you on that 30k, though, didn't he?
0: He did, yeah. He very much did. Um, I think mean, he broke himself too, but obviously not too badly to recover. Um, we'll yeah, go back ju- in... The man jumped in on a session the next the next Tuesday. Madness. But there's no in that guy. We'll come back to some sessions in a sec. Um, I want to roll back the years because, as I, as I mentioned in the intro... You're a relative newcomer to the sport. I think it was probably 2017 that you started training seriously. Um yeah. and I heard you used to live quite the rock and roll lifestyle. So um what brought you into running? <laughs> um
4: I don't know. I think um I bet a lot of it was a, I started feeling like a immense unhealthiness and like <laughs> like the the Papa Johns were gathering up on me and I was beginning to like sense a little bit of a gathering, like a like a, a small mid drift gathering. And I was like, I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't I don't like this at all. And uh, i had be, been smoking drink. up until that point as yeah. well. Been smoking yeah. up to that point and
0: the chest was beginning to feel a little bit, a bit smoky. Bit. Yeah, we, we won't get you into any trouble about what you were smoking, but um, but yeah, <laughs> nights out, <laughs> drinking, smoking. Uh, so what what triggered the the change other than just feeling a bit unfit? It was it was the it was the small midrift gathering, that tri- triggered it. I was like, right,
4: that's it. I'm not I'm not having that. So I put on my Topman t shirt and a pair of a uh, pair of joggers, ran out in a ran out did four miles. It's the first run that I've ever done in my life. Went and did four miles in a pair of Nike Rushy runs. Do you remember them, like fashion shoes that everyone used to wear? I don't. No. Well, I, I, yeah, I went out for about four miles in a pair of them, and just carried on.
0: So was this um, 2016, just before that link? Was it 2015 or? I think it was the It was the same year as that 10K. So Lincoln 10K, you rock up April 2016, 37.10. 37. So yeah. and that was yeah very casual, wasn't it? You weren't any sort of runner at that point.
4: Was I was not any sort of runner, but I'd um, I'd built up into my my own mindset that um, oh, I'm gonna. I reckon I'll try and win this.
0: <laughs> I love that. I had
4: no, I had no idea. I was just like, oh, do you know what? From the runs that I've done, I think I can run like a 30-minute something. And I think, I think 30 minute runner, a 30-minute runner could win this. And I, I had no idea that like a 37 was that much different to a 30 dead. So yeah. like I, I put myself right in the front, right at the start line. I had, my, um, I had a runner's armband, you know, like the, the ones that have your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of them on. I might have had a pair of earphones in. I had my, I'd, um, I had long hair at this point as well. So, I had little man bun was wearing a t shirt, put myself right at the start line next to Bowser and was like, yeah, I'm going to win this. And then um, the gun went off and everyone moved so quickly. I couldn't believe it. I had literal whiplash from watching them go.
0: And... Well, yeah, you've got the old Matt Bowser start, which is, you know, sub 245 pace usually for the first K of Link 10K um yeah but did, this, you know, this, did, did you know who any of those boys were or was it just i'm you know I turning up
4: no. no i'd literally i'd never met any of them at this point um i'd ne- i hadn't i didn't know any runners at all really like i I'd, I'd nipped into uh, the lincolnshire runner to buy some shoes but that was about that was about it
0: nice so um so i i like to think so we move on from there um into the summer, and you've done a bit more running by looks of it, I like to think the turning point in your life was was going to Grimsby 10K in July 2016, coming 7th in 33-56, and three minutes behind myself, who took the win. And I remember you coming up to me afterwards, no idea who you were, obviously, asking about Lincoln and saying you were going to come to Lincoln and train for the boys. So, yeah, that was the turning point, wasn't it, meeting me? Well, do you
4: know what? You was the first fast person I ever met. <laughs> like, I'd I'd literally I'd not met a fast person before. And I was like, oh bloody hell, this guy, he's he's won it, and he's won it by by ages. And I remember like afterwards I'd looked at the video footage and it was like you went, and then about a minute and a half later, the next person came running. And I was I was like, Wow, how how'd you get that fast?
0: Which is which is mad because you look at that, that race now. And the guy in second was Iriats, who's run a 209 marathon now. Um, And then Lewis Jagger in third, who's just run 29 as well. So crazy, crazy day. (laughs) Who'd have known that I think four of of that top 10 have have broken 30 and the winner still hasn't broken 30. (laughs) There you go. So... I love that. Um. So yeah, you then sort of. I think you moved to Lincoln in in 2017 potentially, and no, I was I was already there. I was already there, mate. Oh, were you? So yeah, I was already, I was already there. You start joining up with with the group and and training with Mark Badley's group at the time, and and yeah, yeah. the times soon dropped off. So by that I Lincoln, said, ju- by that Lincoln 10K in April, you you ran 31.20. Um, and then went on to went on to the track. But I want to I want to pull up a memory I had from um from 2017. So I remember you come up to some of those early sessions. And we were in Blackpool for the Northern 12 stage. Um we we have this guy who were like, oh, he's got some potential. We'll stick him on a on a long leg, but or is it short leg? He'll run fairly fast. We were waiting, we were waiting. No sign of Lucy in on the expected time. So Turns out, Lucin did an extra lap somewhere, and you know went the wrong way. So, somebody, <laughs> yeah, very fresh to the sport, going into competitive racing, it must have been quite a steep learning curve because there's lots of different running races, isn't there? When you get into it, that you you need to learn. Yeah, I think
4: it, it's quite hard jumping in as a senior man
3: because it's yeah. not
4: like it's not like you've had that them learning experiences while you're growing up through running where you're 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 racing people with similar abilities. It's kind of like the senior at the t- top end of senior men, it's actually like it's there's a big gap. So you, you don't really have time to practice <laughs> any like racing tactics or anything like that. Um uh
0: I, I didn't I should maybe look at roots more as well <laughs> when I do a race but it's- it's hard isn't it because you sort of i mean as you were fairly new to it you you saw all these fast runners and you knew it was like a national kind of event and as somebody coming from the outside of sport you must have thought well this is kind of like professional now but it's not yeah. is it like the 12 stage relays we were running around a park in blackpool that on a nice hot summer like spring day was full of people and not tons of marshals and you sort of expected to know what to do aren't you yeah Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my
4: mind back then, it was like super serious like this is. And I think everyone hyped it up to me as well. So they're probably hyped up because I thought it'll run run a little bit quicker. Um, I would like to note, though, that when I did do that extra lap, I didn't actually lose a place. And that I'm very proud of, that I did an extra lap and I did not change our end position.
0: So talking of extra laps... (laughs) <laughs> and now moving on to the track season. I was also at your, your first ever 3,000 metre race at Watford. And you, you ended up running, I want to say, 8, 19, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just outside my PB. You might have picked my PB. I can't remember. It was very close. Um, but you didn't seem to really know where the finish line was. And you kind of were still running at the end. And we had to kind of tell you to stop. So again,
4: yeah. it's my first 3,200 meters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so track riding was again, another experience. And um, I will yeah. say that
4: was my, that was my second 3,000. My first 3,000 I did indoors <laughs> and I, I didn't know what track spikes were. So I'd turned up in a pair of Nike Pegasus on a 200 meter track
3: oh.
4: and I'd, I'd run sub nine in a pair of Nike Pegasus and was looking around at what everyone's got in their feet, going, what are these? Like at no point in my running had I experienced people wearing spikes at this point. So when people actually had them, I was like, what What are these shoes you've got? They've got little pins in there. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's a second one. Um, I didn't know where the track had. it It's all very confusing. It was all very confusing, and I didn't know what was a good time either. Like, we we've had it. You've you've had it like set in your mind for years. What good times are for three k's?
0: I had no idea. Like, is eight is eight fifty good? I don't know. Well, that's why I think you've got a benefit because you've your sort of racing history. um, From what I've seen, has been almost whatever pace the front person goes out at you're going to try and win the race so you go with them rather than thinking oh I'm limited you know I should run 830 or sub 830 you don't have those sort of don't seem to have those barriers in your head so is that what your your tactics were for those first couple of years is just go out hard and hang on yeah do do you know what I still think that's my tactic
4: as well like um I think last year maybe I got a little bit fixed in splits and I think when you've fixate on what the splits are during a race you you do limit yourself where is if you just just aim to stay with the guy at the front yeah you might be going a bit too fast but it it might work out it might not work out who knows I guess it depends largely on how how fast that guy at the front is
0: yeah it's a simple sport in some ways isn't it you know um you can just try and go out what I think People can you know complicate it with, as you said, with splits and and all those things. So um, so yeah, that progression that first summer, 2018, or no, 2017, this was, was quite quick. So you joined the group at Lincoln. So I presume you were like brand new into interval sessions and tempos.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm um, literally before that, going back to the Grimsby 10K, like. Before that, I'd been running every single run. I'd been doing like six minute low margain and wondering why I was absolutely knackered. Like, so I, like I got, I went into the Lincolnshire runner and um, met, talked to Mark Badley, who coached me for quite a while. And he was like, you're running hard every day. And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, don't. He <laughs> like, he was like, <laughs> he was like <laughs> guys guys like Aaron and shane a lot of the time they're running seven minute mile in and i was like what seven minute mile because i the thing is i'd read somewhere that mo farah run does his easy runs at five minute 30 pace so like looking being brand new into running you're like oh what's the best guy doing oh well i'll do what he's doing <laughs> um yeah but but yeah inter- i think that was the year of intervals
0: yeah um, I- I think I had a similar... I remember once reading uh, Mo Farah was doing 25 by 460 seconds and I thought that was the standard you needed to, to run them at. Um, yeah, you don't realise, do you? But, but yeah, so when did you... Okay, we'll talk about your job for a second because you now work at the Linkshire Runner. So okay. how, long, how long after that did you... You move from Starbucks, wasn't it, to the Linkshire That's right. Um, i think it was
4: maybe after that that second lincoln 10k Um, then when i ran about 3120, i think that was my shift to working at lincolnshire running so
0: yeah 2017 yeah um so what you've been there nearly five years now
4: yeah waiting for my five yearly bonus what
0: sort what sort of shoes are you selling (laughs) loads of you ain't gonna get a bonus out of keith
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, lo- lots of Brooks Ghost, mate. You know how it best. is.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah.
4: Maybe maybe will odd super shoe it here and there.
0: I think most of most of Lincolnshire or any runners in Lincolnshire have, have worked a stint at the Lincolnshire Runner, but, but I think you doing five years puts you up there with some of the longer stints. Yeah. What's your play, you you're making, it sounds like a sentence doesn't it it does <laughs> so, <laughs> so like work running balance these days how is that because you're presumably working full-time weeks again there
4: yeah um yeah but it's 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 not always easy to be honest like um but i guess in other ways it it forces you to be structured with mm. your runs so like it's if you want a double day you're i'm i'm getting up at six thirty, or it's not happening so it puts that extra pressure to you know actually just get out of bed and do it and it's the same with like the gym sessions like if i don't do the gym session before work it, it ain't ain't gonna happen
0: and then so, yeah you're are you still working saturdays as well in that yeah week? yeah so that could be tough with races can't it in the summer especially
4: yeah yeah it
0: can yeah it could be really tricky. you usually make it work somehow um but it
4: takes a bit of negotiating sometimes.
0: So yeah it, I mean after you've now run 28 30 it puts you puts you up there you know those guys who who you're with are full-time runners almost so any plans yeah. to move into a more full-time sort of part-time running life?
4: I don't think so. I think I, I think there's a I think there's something nice about being like a, a full-time worker forward slash runner. I like having it as like your your superpower on the side. Um no, I think it, it's it's good to I I think being like a full-time runner or even a part-time runner having some sort of contract that means you've got to do something like that, it puts it starts putting pressures on running. Um maybe pressures that would make me enjoy it less than what I do. Because yeah. um, at the minute, like, I'm, there's nothing making me go out for a run. It's literally all the enjoyment of running. And I guess the same for you. It's like yeah, I suppose... We, we, also- we run because we, we love the sport and we love going
0: out and we love doing the sessions and putting days back to back. Yeah, I suppose also the role you have. It, I mean, it, it's not like you take a lot of work outside of work hours with you, is it? You know,
4: no, you yeah. have your
0: work hours and they're done and then yeah. you can dedicate the rest to running. But I suppose the, the only benefit of doing less working hours would be more time to recover. Um, yeah. Because let's go into injuries. You've had a, a stress fracture, I think, in 2018. And for yeah. injuries, I think even an injury in the week leading into that 10K you just ran. So Yeah, yeah
2: that's right (laughs)
0: yeah how about let's talk about your injury history and anything you've done to to try and stop those happening oh man i've had a full collection i think (laughs) that's i think that's one of the
4: that's one of the negatives about not having that easing in period of um like training like a teenager or like a, a kid in the sport i've literally gone from zero to training like a senior man and most senior runners have that easing period where they will be a kid and they'll be running 20 miles a week and maybe 30 and then they'll ease up and by the time they're in the 20s they might be hitting 60 70 miles a week something like that for me it was like year one bam 70 miles a week straight away and with that came injuries yeah. <laughs> so like Um, like that stress fracture like to be honest I I account that to um, me just not being strong enough like I'd started all these I'd started doing all this running but my my bones hadn't caught up (laughs) like my bones hadn't caught up to all that loading that I'd suddenly started putting on them I've never touched wood I've never had any stress fracture type injuries since but um, I think that one was literally just down to how much I was doing in such a short time but when you're doing so well it's hard to say to that person slow down do Mm. do a bit less train a bit
3: less (laughs) yeah
0: and you I suppose did you do any other competitive sport growing up or were you not sporty at all not sporty at all zero sports so yeah you know that background of any sort of straight I mean no. I know your your frame pretty well, and it's yeah one of the leaner ones on the circuit, <laughs> and um, yeah, it, you could see how putting a lot of load straight through it could could have caused those those injuries. So you've been I've seen on Instagram and things you've been in the gym. Um, you work with Roger Cleary in in Lincoln, I think, is your physio. Yeah, and right, um, yeah. yeah, what sort of things are you doing to prevent it then? No. Uh, um, at the minute, I'm I'm hitting the gym maybe twice a week, and
4: if I'm really well behaved, I'll be doing a core session on top of that as well. And I do I do check in with my physio, Roger, every month. Uh, not not because I need to or anything. It's more of like a a maintenance thing. I think if something does start to develop, he often can maybe redirect me to the to the right path, and I'm, because I have been historically a little bit made of glass. I just find it does help me not be made of glass. And it if um if I'm starting getting little niggles here and there, he'll he'll just redirect me, give me some exercises that might be a little bit more specific to that weakness. And then um yeah, I just work on work on that a little bit.
0: Cool. So talk about coaches, you you changed to james t and i think before lock before covid so 20
4: it was literally about december um just yeah december 2019 i think so yeah what what triggered that move um so i'd been in between coaches for a little while um because mark badly stopped coaching um maybe mid 2019 so Mm. i'd coached myself for a little bit um didn't like coaching myself that much (laughs) it goes it goes back to that whole thing of like looking at you're looking at people that are phenomenals training and you're trying to implement that into your own training but you know it could be too hard for a mere mortal person that is full-time working
0: yeah Um, everybody's so different you can't try and copy what you know others do so yeah yeah you're not the first person to experience that. You won't be the last. <laughs> but I saw
4: um, Joe Wilkinson was being trained by uh, James at that point. Um,
0: and that's Joe Wilkinson, and... the runner, not the comedian. For anybody. <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
4: yeah. And I just I, I thought the sessions that he was doing were really great. Um. I like every I train with him a lot at that. Uh, at that time and um, yeah every session he, that he was doing I was like yeah that's a bit of me that and obviously he had Jake Smith that is running really fast so I was thinking right he's got these great sessions, he's got runners that are, that are doing really well he does actually, he seems like the right right sort of fit so I, I reached out to him and he, he he gave me a little bit of help and um, yeah he's just been coaching me ever since
0: So is that sort of via email is it does he send across training every week or
4: yeah train we we do it through training peaks and then we just we talk a talk a bit on messenger about the training and um,
0: yeah basically like that so how far ahead do you see your schedule is it one week two weeks a month
4: um usually about a week yeah usually a week if i've got a race coming up then sometimes i'll have like three four weeks but
0: um it's usually week by week and let's talk through a typical training week then. Let's say in the week up to the, the recent 10K, what does Monday to Sunday look like for, for you? Monday Sunday. Okay. Let me, I'll, um, I'll have a little scroll back because he,
4: this is, this is another thing that I'd felt like it had really changed um, since training under James. He really structures like every single day.
0: Mm, yeah, like, I've heard
4: yeah like before that it would be um I'd pretty much run easy um on my rest days and do the session and then easy the next day easy the next day session
0: um I think a lot of of coaches leave um the in-betweens up to the athlete but for somebody like you who's fairly new to the sport you might always not know or have the history to know what's probably best to do on those days so it can go yeah. two ways um so yeah let's start with monday um, what's a monday yeah. look like
4: so monday i've got a uh, 50 minutes easy to steady um which i normally do I start just over 7 minute mile in
0: and i'll finish at about 530 pace so that's um, sort of 30 second or 40 45 seconds slower than half marathon pace to finish You're- so, Yeah, yeah slower than fresh, I will dispose roughly. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, so that would be Monday. The Tuesday was uh, the twelve uh, by a K that, yeah. we, we, that I told you about.
0: Are you doubling any of those days? Not so the, the the last
4: couple of months, I've only been doubling uh, once a week.
0: Okay, we'll come um, to it
4: And it's it's a pretty it's a pretty structured double as well. So it's yeah. Um, Yes, the ne- the day after the 12 okay, I've got a 10 mile easy, which is easy as well. It's like seven minute mile in.
0: Is that easy to feel? You just run to feel, do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: So there's no there's no pace there at all. Um mm-hmm. I what what was that day? Um I was just under seven minute mile in, but yeah, like it was the first few miles will probably start off really slow. Sometimes it's like 720 pace. Um so Thursday is my kind of structured double day where it's it's forty, 40 minutes in the morning, easy to steady, yeah. and then forty minutes in the evening, easy to steady so yeah. said same as, same as the Monday where it'll start at seven and seven minutes and maybe go down to five thirty pace again. Okay. but we do we do that twice, then then um, Friday, it was the ten miles at five minute m- mileing. Saturday was an easy day again and then Sunday was an hour and 45 at pretty easy pace
0: yeah so those long runs they're slightly quicker than your recovery pace though aren't they
4: um depends it depends like if I've if if I've had a session the day before I'm quite happy to do it at like easy pace like seven minutes to six thirty. Um, I did when I first started training with James, I was like, I was because of how my old I trained with my old coach, long runs would always be like faster. Yeah. Um, but I've real I'd realised that I have to change that with James's training. Because it's so structured during the week. When he puts if he puts to run easy, it's advisable to
0: actually do it. <laughs> yeah. So you've got Tuesday, Friday, so Tuesday intervals, Friday. Tempo, threshold, tight work, and then you've got a a a steadyish run on Monday, then two steadyish runs Thursday, and then the rest rest is easy. So, um, what mileage does that come out roughly at? Um, I think that was
4: I think that was a fairly big week. I think that was about that was a seventy-seven.
0: Yeah. See,
4: the week the week before was an eighty-six.
0: You're saying fairly big as 77 86 which for somebody you know running the times you do that's fairly fairly low isn't it, it compared to yeah. what a lot of others are doing so
4: over, over 80 is massive for me exactly right? I've, I've, I've had a huge week if I've, if I've done over 80
0: but it just goes to show you know if you get the, the the sort of intensity right in the week you can do less mileage and get results yeah because we mentioned your half marathon PB earlier, which was sixty four twenty nine, which is going back a few years. Um, I think
4: it's twenty nineteen now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I know you had plans to do a half fairly soon. Is there? Yeah. Is there one on the cards.
4: Yeah, looking at
0: Cardiff at the end of the oh. month. Okay. Yeah, two weeks today. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, so I I would think that you'll reset that PB somewhat um, and. And, Yeah, you know, goes to show that you can do 80 miles a week and, and get results. Um, so to take it yeah, to the, gonna... the next level,
4: yeah, are you gonna? What's the, what's are you the gonna,
0: next level? The next level, well, <laughs> you you need that GB vest, don't you? So,
4: yeah, yeah, to get that, GB um, it's, vest, it's all about the big suitcase, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's what we all want. <laughs> it's
4: it's wire <why> run.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The GB suitcase for anyone who, who doesn't know, I'll find a picture. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's getting pretty competitive, isn't it, these days, in terms of. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, when you were. I think I read an article about you a few years ago where it was sort of saying, you know, if you broke 65, you'd potentially get a GB vest. And this yeah. was in the very early Vaporfly days. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're looking at 62 low, you're looking at,
4: you're looking at 62 and you might not make the team, yeah. Like, you've, yeah, 62 low, you might not make the team, which yeah. is like wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a few years ago, it would be like a 63 high get you on a, a world half team or even lower,
0: 64 yeah, si-
4: mid sometimes, yeah, yeah, 64 mid wouldn't get year. you, you might get on an england team mm. maybe but you yeah. still might not get on no, exactly <laughs> yeah um half times have really they've really kind of gone up that next level haven't they
0: yeah so do you see your your distance being half marathon marathon or are you sticking at shorter stuff for the time being
4: i say 10k half marathon um that's that's my like my happy happy zone like 5K to me is like speed work, but it's I, I, do like have a little soft spot for a 5K. But I think 10K has my heart. Yeah, like if it, if I could get a GB vest for anything, it would be the 10K because it is it's to me it's like the best of all distances.
0: So does that mean you're targeting Highgate in May for the the 10,000 trials? Yes. Which yeah. What is the standard? 27. 27- Twenty. <laughs> um,
4: I think I think the for the European chance which I don't, I don't. Oh yes, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure it's at Highgate. I think it's in France. Um, I think the standard is like sub twenty nine ish. Yeah, I might be wrong there, but um, but obviously they pick the best guys and like like we were saying, um. It's really competitive. Like if you look at the the power of 10 for this year alone for the 10K rankings, uh number one, you got a meal at like 2745. Like yeah. It's not there's not many years where there's a 27 minute 10K road ranking.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think a few of them will will run fast on the track. I was just gonna yeah. while you while you're speaking, I was gonna have a look up at the, the selection policies, which we should know um so yeah well let's have a look at european european champ selection policy i, I imagine they'll pick off um off highgate too it'd be surprised if they don't so standard is yeah. is twenty eight fifteen. um so you're not so you before the 26th of july apparently um so yeah you've definitely and i presume they'll take free to that and obviously that will be a different free to they take to worlds. Um, there's also yeah. Commonwealth Games, so yeah. there is plenty of vests available this summer. Um, so yeah, just going to go out hard at Highgate and see what happens.
4: Yeah, that's it. just follow the guy at the front. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> maybe wonder...
4: fo- follow them big wave lights.
0: See what happens. So I've heard. I've heard Jake Smith's running, another one of James's athletes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he usually takes that. things out pretty hard, doesn't he? So you'd hope yeah. you're going to get a, a fast time. Um, I'd imagine Jake would be going for
4: 27.30 something, wouldn't he?
0: I think he's going for the or world quicker. standard, which is... Yeah. I'm sure it's 27.20s, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, so have you run at Highgate before?
4: I have, yeah. Bad memories, um, isn't it? I just bad remembered. memories, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I am... Um, I got through, I, I had to drop out at 5k with like a, it, at the time it was a pretty big injury. It was like a, um, a slip disc.
0: Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Um, so hopefully a better experience this time around. And, um,
4: yeah, I still ran, I still ran 14.30 of a 5k with a slip disc though. Not bad, is it? Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. <laughs> but I just remember the atmosphere being like, it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before that and you know like to me it's still the best race that i've done even though i had a pretty bad race um but it's it's the race that if i could do well at one race that'd be the race that i'd like to do well at
0: so talking of races race more let's go through your your race morning um does it still involve some good espresso and yeah what's your race routine like (laughs) Um, it used
4: to involve. It used to involve um, a whole bunch of espressos, but I found that having the, having a bunch of espressos before a race made me so anxious for the race that I was just like in another world. Where like, do you know what? It's an unbearable state to be in. So I've had to lay off for the time being. So at the minute, it's just um, it's a bowl of shreddies and that's about it.
0: It's and no, yeah, no not, caffeine.
4: No caffeine, no, wow. I can't handle, I can't handle it anymore, man. I can't, I can have it every other day, but race day, it just, it sends me into an anxiety spiral, and uh, yeah,
0: you, you, because you're quite the coffee connoisseur, so I'm surprised by that, I thought you were the coffee guru of Lincoln.
4: Yeah, I am the other, am the other days of the year, it's just that, yeah,
0: So what it's do, just what, too much, it's too what much, do, what do we need for a good espresso then, rest of the time? A good espresso machine. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> Some lovely single origin beans and a, uh, a nice espresso machine.
0: There you go. Top tips for coffee from Lucy and Alison. Um, sage, sage breeze to express. That's what you need. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. I've safe. got one of them. One of them. I can't remember which one. Yeah, that's the one, mate. I'm just going to say mine's better than yours without knowing what I've got. <laughs> Um, I did have another question that's nearly gone out of my head you've got me thinking about coffee too much even though I brought it up um, who knows what I was going to ask you next got, got but, you oh stage, here we go yeah let's stop talking about coffee um, and let's go back to some sessions so you've mentioned 12 by K and your 10 mile tempo mm. give us a flavour of some other sessions that you've been doing in the last last sort of year or whatever some typical lucy and allison james t sessions
4: okay um so like to be honest them sort of tempos are fairly typical um so 10 miles is probably the furthest that i've done it mm. um we've done it at eight miles before um and i've done it at 10 miles but a bit slower so like five ten pace okay but like at the minute i'm really like doing more half specific sessions so it's like i've got sessions like two times four mile Um, we do a lot of like 20 times a minute 25 times a minute
0: which, So are they are they always on the friday or could they be
4: um it, they can shift around friday saturday and um, sometimes i'll push it back a day if i need a, a bit of extra recovery yeah um but it tends to leave a good amount of space between session to session. So I'd, I can have something on a Tuesday and then I could potentially even have something on a Saturday. So I've got all them days in between. I know I'm not completely resting because I've got progressive runs in the middle. But um, yeah, it leaves a bit of space between the sessions. So I do actually, despite running faster on a bunch of the days in the middle, um, I end up feeling pretty pretty fresh for the sessions themselves.
0: And the Tuesday session, is that ever shorter? That, do you ever do any like shorter, sharper stuff? Not that often, not at the minute.
4: Um, I, think, I think the last month or last six weeks, the intensities and the, the volume has been getting bigger and bigger. Um, before that, maybe there was some shorter stuff. Um, but yeah, at the minute, it's just quite, quite high volume.
3: To what, well like 10, 10, high, 12K.
4: high volume for me <laughs> yeah like 12 12 by okay to me that's like a that's like loads of volume Um, i know to you marathon guys that's like a oh nice little tiny little
0: session <laughs> no that's plenty mate for especially if you're doing them at 255 or so whatever you're doing them at that's yeah quick enough <laughs> um yeah so any you're not you're not sponsored are you um but is there any, no. any shout-outs you want to give to anybody who gives you, gives you some support, free coffee? <laughs> uh, this is awkward, mate. Um, no. No? No. no. <laughs> you're not, get, you're not no. getting free kit no from any of these, these brands <laughs> that come into the shop? They're not dropping no, you some kit? No, no free kit, I'm afraid, mate. No. Somebody needs to sign up this man. Yeah. You see, you see how he dresses. He needs some new clubber, so. Yeah. Need,
4: need one of them tasty little saw deals that uh
0: Matt's got, but yeah, yeah, don't we all you <laughs> get some of the You get some of the marathon shorts, yeah. <laughs> so, are we going to see you do a marathon in the future?
4: Um, I don't think anytime soon, maybe like maybe two years, maybe in two years or something. I just think there's a lot of time to come off my overtime still, like. Once I've settled round a time, like I've I thought every time I do a half marathon, I pretty much I feel like right now I feel like I've got a chunk to take off my half marathon. And I feel like I'd like to have had a few goes after that and just maybe have leveled out and then go right, then I'll do do the full. But at the minute it just seems like I'd be going into doing a full blind um without knowing what I can do properly for for a half like I'd like to be able to gauge myself really where I am fitness wise um over something a bit longer like a half also I feel like I've got I've got time to take off 10k as well I feel like I could take a bit more time off there I could definitely take some time off for 5k like some that that could be could be 10 10 seconds quicker um so yeah I may as well narrow down then Get, get them to a little bit quicker times once you start on the the full marathon train it starts getting harder to get them 5k 5k pbs
0: it's hard to get speed back yeah. So,
4: yeah
0: yeah you gotta go into I bet, them.
4: I bet I bet you don't like your chances at
0: a 5k pb right now oh I've just bought some dragonflies watch out <laughs> you wait you wait for BMC I'll be I'll be knocking out 14.59 in no time <laughs> no your
4: 5k pb's what is it 14 oh oh nine
0: oh nine yeah nine
4: yeah
0: yeah josh needs to remember that sometimes i think um
3: yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) right i won't take up any more of your time go enjoy your your sunday evening with your all right with your girlfriend and um yeah watch some weird tv or something or whatever you do with your life but but, yeah good (laughs) speaking to you and hopefully we see you run a, a fast time at Highgate and in a GB vest soon yeah thanks mate yeah good talking to you thank you for having me oh you're
3: never never never, never gonna catch me cause I'm an outlaw I'm outstanding the law. I'm an outlaw, I'm outstanding